4: 500,000 electric vehicle charging stations nationwide. That's what this would help support, with a focus on our highways and rural and disadvantaged communities. It would help buy more than 35,000 electric school buses. What are the questions white Americans should be asking?
3: Why is it that unarmed black people are killed by police too many times and and armed white people are, are simply arrested? Either there's something wrong with black people. There's something superior about white people
4: or racism? Do you think that climate would have played a role in that building's collapse?
0: Well, obviously, we don't know fully, but we do know that, that the seas are rising.
4: Not only do we need to just invest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department.
0: You're, you're not getting even a uh, rocky road
1: for infrastructure? Well, <laughs> i oh. I'm sorry, it's a kind
0: of oh. rocky road, we're going
3: to
1: get it done. Oh, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Another
4: fun filled day on planet Earth, honey. Know what to say.
1: <laughs> know what to say about that. That was your press corps asking the president about Rocky Road Ice Cream. Uh, as you know, they have been nothing, if not. Um, Dedicated to gleaning information and being the watchdog for you against your elected leader. Love your dogs. They live here, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Love your ice cream too, sir. Maybe you'll do Rocky Road for infrastructure. It's patriotic. We all love that, sir. Mm-hmm. Says the White House press corps. My God, what absolute prostitutes! <laughs> all right, where shall so we? They
4: afflict the comfortable, honey. That's their job.
1: Where shall we start? Where shall we start, Allison? All well, right. Well, since ahead, we please.
4: ended on this note, why don't we update everybody with how things are going with the Surfside Tower collapse? Because Because okay. uh, our friends on the left have discovered several ways that they can use this to the, what they feel is their political advantage now. So... Uh, they're working hard to uh, try and spin the 150 people trapped under rubble in Florida into something that they can use to pass a bill that they want to pass or otherwise uh, blame Republicans in some way. So,
1: Which is, uh, you know, it's interesting because we knew, we heard the media start to do this a few days ago, and we knew that that the administration would be creeping towards this. And really it's the... It's the anchor for here who who really pushed this. Um, who is Erica Hill of Good Morning America? She really pushed. No, no, and Erica Hill of CNN. She does something in CNN. So she's really steered Granholm towards this answer
0: mm-hmm. in terms of in terms of climate. You brought up what's happening, what we're seeing in the Pacific Northwest. Um, we've been talking a lot about what happened in Florida at the Surfside condominium building that collapsed. We don't know exactly what happened at this point. But given what we know about the changing climate,
4: given that we've seen an increase in these so-called extraordinary tides and the impact that that can have in areas like South Florida, do you think that climate could have played a role in that building's collapse?
0: Well, obviously we don't know fully, but we do know that, that the seas are rising. We
4: don't know fully. We haven't 100% determined that it's the fault of Republicans for not passing the Green New Deal. In- but we're almost there. We're working on it.
1: Wow. Oh, that is beautifully cynical. We don't know fully. I mean, it pretty much was. I mean, let's all agree.
4: Do you have the other one, the like, TikToker or whatever that lady was, who was also uh tying into the infrastructure yeah but though. she
1: made me want to punch her so i didn't want to use it oh okay I mean, we
0: know that we're losing inches and inches of beaches not just in florida but all around um you know like michigan where i'm from they you know we've seen the loss of beaches because the the waters are rising ran
1: home taking it away from florida bringing it up to michigan the anchor's mm-hmm. like no no bring it back to florida
4: yeah, we want to blame Republicans for the dead people, not just talk exactly. about stupid rivers and forests yeah. and boring stuff like that. So,
0: you know, this is a phenomenon that will continue, whether it ha- will have to wait to see what the analysis is for this building. But the issue about resiliency and making sure we adapt to this changing climate That's going to mean levees need to be built. That means seawalls need to be built. That means infrastructure needs to be built. We need to make sure that we invest enough in clearing out the forests so we don't have these weather events. We need to...
1: Wait a second. Hold on. I didn't catch that one before. Clearing out the forest? What is that supposed to mean? Does that mean like raking the forests?
4: No, that can't be because that was something Trump right. suggested. So we wouldn't be doing that was, because everything Trump yes. suggested was evil and terrible and stupid.
1: Clearing out the forest so we don't have weather mm-hmm. events sounds a lot like Trump saying raking the forests so that we don't have no, forest fires. Not
4: like that.
0: Not like that.
4: No.
1: <sighs>
0: Invest in hardening our transmission lines. Maybe burying wires so that we can protect areas that are like tinderbox dry. There's so much investment that we need to do to protect ourselves from climate change, but also to address it and mitigate it. And hopefully these infrastructure bills, when taken together, will make a huge step and allow America to lead
4: again. Secretary Granholm, good to have you with us. Thank
0: you so much. Thank
1: you. Thank you for transacting with us, Secretary Granholm. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So the other one that that Tom won't play because he wants to punch the lady, which I understand. I relate to that. Uh, She was making the case that the Surfside building collapse, no matter what it turns out it is, just proves that we have to pass the infrastructure bill because it does.
1: Yes. Yes. She was very blatant about the, the whole thing. And she she's, not, she's just, I don't, I can't. Even though, I mean, there's
4: nothing in the infrastructure bill to uh, fix condos or whatever I mean so we talked nothing about,
1: yet Alice you wait a second if you don't uh, think there's so a regulatory uh, we talked about this regulators? a little
4: bit I mean like we don't still know exactly what happened here whether there was an underlying design flaw about the way the pool deck and the garage were built you were right by the way the pool's still there it's the pool mm-hmm. deck that collapsed into oh, the garage okay. so like where the people would hang out so the pool itself was still there but the pool deck next to the pool collapsed Collapsed into the garage, and maybe like, so they're not sure whether this was like the concrete columns failing. But so I read this like whole article by an engineer who was talking about this, and she was saying that like they really don't know. I mean, it probably for this to happen so drastically, there were probably like multiple failures that happened. But what they don't understand is what the trigger was because normally something doesn't just like, even if it's really flawed and really weak and falling apart. Things normally don't just like fall randomly after they've been standing up for 40 years. They, I mean, it just, there's usually like some kind of trigger, like whether that's an earthquake or a Hurricane Andrew or whatever might be the thing that like, tri- or like nearby blasting potentially, but that was like within the last few years, not like right now. They were doing some roof on the work. Uh, wow dyslexic much <laughs> they were doing, doing the work they were doing some roof on the work they were doing some work on the roof and uh, but they're saying that that really like this engineer said like buildings don't fall down because there's some cracks in the stucco or because there's some people on the roof like re roofing like it just doesn't that's right. not like what happens so what they're wondering is like what's the trigger event that made this finally fails so drastically and so suddenly because it it's really still like a big unknown. And it might not be. So like, I guess the case that this liberal TikToker was making was that like this proves that you need to do the routine maintenance so things don't drastically fall apart. Right. So that's why we have to do the infrastructure because, but things happening like this is really, really rare. And it's not clear why this happened. I mean, it's likely that there was a, at the very least, some kind of underlying flaw with the way the thing was built, because it's not true. But
1: Alice is somebody who doesn't know know anything about engineering. Myself, mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Uh, the only thing I could ever come up with that I know about Florida is sinkholes suddenly are there, and they swallow houses, etc.
4: Yeah, and I mean, so there's some people saying that, like, a university had done some analysis and this area had sunk some number of inches over some number of time. But, like, you and I right now are sitting in a house that's 300 years old. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of water in the ground and a lot of things shift. And half our windows are, like, parallelograms that are on an angle. Like, we're not—it's—the thing has shifted and moved, but generally speaking, it's not just like a building is there and then it's not there. Even yeah, if but, the ground Alice, is shifting if, if and the front stuff. Of
1: this house, if the ground below the front of this house suddenly disappeared, that foundation would follow the crater to where it led.
4: Yeah, but I mean, so you're saying there's sinkholes all over Florida, so why aren't there tons of buildings just falling into the ground?
1: Well, there are, some stuff falls into the ground in Florida. If you check this out, I mean. Not if, like
4: this. This is pretty unusual
1: well yes it's unusual for a a big building like this to fall into the ground but there are sinkholes all over florida and they happen suddenly
4: i mean sure so like maybe it's a combination maybe there was some kind of sinkhole but then the design flaws and the deterioration of the building combined together with a sudden sinkhole ended up causing that i mean like right. i guess that's so but i do think it's probably multiple things and i don't think you're going to be able to pin it all on climate change or all <laughs> on lack no. of maintenance by the condo association well,
1: terrorism is climate change alice oh so, yeah so yes everything i mean re- everything now is
4: everything climate change
1: it is everything is climate change everything's oh, okay. also racism which brings us to our next so topic. did
4: racism knock down the building
1: it depends are the victims uh, what are uh, what are the equities I'm like? guessing
4: mm, so apparently there are a lot of um Jewish Americans in the building then like, yes um but i mean i i honestly i'm not 100% sure there's also Cuban Americans in the building we know how Cuban Americans this last election now. Yeah. so but i mean there's also so, yes, there's also attack. jewish people who voted for trump I, I mean i'm not it's a pretty uh like Alice, wealthier you know condo the, building i don't know
1: you know what the default the default is yes i don't know attack. how surfside so, voted
4: in the election i did not look it up it doesn't matter
1: but, it's a racist terrorist attack mm. okay so can we get to the unbelievable So here's my thing okay oh, do you want to talk more about this surfside
4: no, I'm pretty much all. I've covered my topics for the day. Here's on my Surfside.
1: thing about this. This is Good Morning America. Anthony Mason and Gail King interview Ibram X. Kendi, who's uh, now a very rich person and a very funded person at BU. Mm-hmm. He teaches uh, anti-racism classes and wrote the book on anti-racism. He's considered a great thinker right now, a great contemporary thinker. Yeah. And then we're going to go to Robin DiAngelo, who uh, writes about white fragility and the fact that we're all... The point is that you're racist. We we know that. What frightens and startles me about Ibram X. Kendi is he is profoundly stupid. No, no, he is. He is. <laughs> I'm serious, Alice. He's... Uh profoundly stupid <laughs> now my, what I'm thinking is this is that because he's got a nice manner about him mm-hmm. when he tells you how wretched and racist you are he's got a nice way about him mm-hmm. he seems friendly and it's it's a rarity especially with uh, somebody who uh, who hustles in the, the race business so it's a new twist and so he's got a charisma to him but his thoughts is dumb <laughs> I'm sorry.
4: So you're yeah. telling me that racism is a collection of racist things held up by other racist stuff?
1: Th- that, that, was, was not... that was comparably deep compared to this. So here, first of all, this tells you where we are. Just listen to the question. This is a question from an actual TV host mm-hmm. to this guy with no more vetting or no more Really, uh, uh, no more uh, critical interrogation whatsoever. She just sets up the premise and lets him go. What are the questions white Americans should be asking? That, that that's What's even,
4: our job as that, white people? Is the host She's black? not white. Okay. She's not what white. is white people's job?
1: What are the questions they should be asking? She's asked, the fact that that's even said now is (laughs) effing unbelievable. It tells me everything is a joke and that's fine. And I don't care what we need to do. We need to get rich illegally. I don't care. Because apparently that's the thing. You can just do what you want. Say what you want. Any truth is in truth. Okay, take it away, Gail. What are
0: the questions white Americans should be asking?
3: Well, I think many white Americans claim they believe in racial equality. And so the way you put that to...
1: They claim that. They claim mm. they do. So the way you put that to them. Now, this is his mind at work. This is the genius of the gears of his mind now producing this strategy.
3: The test is by asking questions, questions about racial disparities. So so why is it that unarmed black people are killed by police too many times? and, and...
1: Why is are they? it that unarmed black people are killed by police too many times? <laughs> is that even a sentence, by the way? Can you say that? It is a sentence. Why is they killed but... by uh, police? Too many times.
3: Armed white people are, are simply arrested.
1: So, in his haha, this is what you put to them. This has begun with a two false statements.
4: Mm-hmm
1: you put that against them, you put that to them they have no way to answer that
4: because <laughs> it's all why pretend. is it
3: in minneapolis that black people are 20 percent of the population but 60 percent of the victims of police shootings why is it that the black unemployment rate is twice as high as the white unemployment rate and there's only two
1: answers Either- <laughs> i can't get it we're going to dissect this go back in a second okay. so don't answer it let's let him do
3: it <laughs> there's something wrong with black people there's something superior about white people or racism.
1: There's only two answers, he says, as he gives three answers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go through this again. I, I Wait, don't, can I, I just? I say I wonder, I'm though? wondering if, if, the, if this is all, and you can tell me, if you're in on the joke and this is part of the big Truman <laughs> Show thing, will you let me know? Is I'll this tell really you. Ibram X. Kendi?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is, but so. Here's my concern about this is that, you know, I don't think that it's a good idea to start going down that road of this group of people as a group does this and this group of people as a group does that. And start act, if I mean well. If you're just going to use it to prove a nonsensical point, then then maybe it works for you. But if you actually want to find out the answers to those questions, I don't think it takes you to the place that he wants to go to, right? Like, no, these are. Very- I mean, so if you say like, okay, well, why are black people? Can I say one okay. thing though? Okay, why if you were going to say why are black people twenty percent of the population but sixty percent um the you know police involved shootings, then. You know, maybe you're going to want to ask the question of, well, what percentage of police interactions are well, Alice, with that, that's black we're gonna people? Go okay. we're
1: going to go through that right okay. now. Okay, so let's go through carefully. Even okay. Max Candy's okay. clever rubric.
0: <laughs> what are the questions white Americans should be asking?
3: Well, I think many white Americans claim they believe in racial equality, and so the way you put that to the test is by asking questions. Questions about racial disparities. So so why is it that unarmed black people are killed by police too many times and, and armed white people are, are simply arrested?
1: Okay. Why is it that unarmed black people are killed by police too many times, which is a fairly imprecise number, I think, <laughs> and armed Well, white I
4: think we can agree that one is too many.
1: Armed white people are arrested.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Answer the question. Well...
4: First of all, armed white people are not simply arrested. The police shoot white people also.
1: Right. Sometimes. And they shoot more white people by the numbers. Yes, they do shoot more white people. But but okay, so let's go to the second, the first okay. part. Uh, why is it that black unarmed black people are shot by police too many times? Are they? They're not. Correct. <laughs> so the premise is... The, these premise is hogwash. This is BS. This is horse bleat here mm-hmm. that we're putting into a blender. This is wrong. So this clever, this clever, I will put this to them. This is how if they claim to the, this is false.
4: Yeah. Well, very few. I mean,
1: unarmed black people are killed by the police.
4: Okay. So very what if, few. What if I play devil's advocate here for a second and I don't think this, but so I think what he would say to that, just to like try and be fair to our ideological opponents. Here. Well,
1: he had the chance to be fair himself. He's the one who's very rich, Alice, and we have a rented okay. minivan.
4: That's true, but...
1: He gets paid for this mine.
4: <laughs> I'm gonna try and make like a point for him, I guess. Okay? And then I'll debunk it also. But I'll try and make a point for him that I think is like a little bit smarter point than the point he was trying to make. Which is that you know, a lot of this disparity is driven by the number of police interactions that cops have with black americans versus white versus white americans which is higher than it it should be for the population in theory right like um cops interact with black people more than they do with white people for i mean they interact with white people people more but right right but so that is why proportionally the number of uh police interactions that go wrong with black americans is slightly higher than the general number of black people in the population now why are if you're going now so that's the point i think he would make and he would say that the reason why there are these excess police interactions are racism that okay but he's that that racism is causing the police to be interacting with black americans more but but, But i would argue that
1: Uh, okay right now he took it he was working on a granular level in, right here. Mm-hmm. He made the mo- He did not extrapolate it out. The model was, why are police killing more unarmed black people too many? Too many. And armed white people don't get killed.
4: They when just they- get arrested.
1: Yeah, correct. So that's what he cited right there. He didn't cite systems and this and that. So, And, and actually, one of the two... Answers that we're allowed to have when he listed three, <laughs> I don't know if either of them were systemic racism. I think he was just saying racism, right? But so so the 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 reason why too many black people mm-hmm. get shot by police, and it's not many at all, as a matter of fact, right. unarmed. It's not many at all, and and if you look at those cases of unarmed, a lot of times there is a a struggle happening, fisticuffs happening, and there's context to all of this stuff right and white people do get shot by the police Mm -hmm. absolutely there have been um studies showing that cops are more reticent to shoot black people than white people
4: yeah although the same studies again to be totally fair do show that um that there is more generic non-lethal police brutality against people of color the cops are more willing to use force against people of color, but that they're less likely to use lethal force and shoot and kill people of color.
1: Isn't that kind of a silver lining thing? Isn't that good? I mean, yeah. Isn't it better to get tased than shot? I would say so. So this premise is mm-hmm. horse bleed. He's just set up a, really a, a false choice here for us. And... She's, of course, going to let it go.
3: Why is it in Minneapolis that black people are 20% of the population, but 60% of the victims of police shootings? Why?
1: I don't know about his numbers there, but if that is true, that's what we said. Because yes. back, black people in Minneapolis are committing a higher percentage of the crimes.
4: Yeah, and not necessarily a higher percentage of all crimes necessarily Mm -hmm. but um, certainly a higher percentage of violent crimes murders, assaults burglaries. I mean like this is just and this is not like this is the problem with when people want to talk about police reform and criminal justice reform and all these things and they're saying that the system is unfair and there are more black people in jail. The problem is that The more that you delve into those numbers, you can't actually solve that problem without starting to acknowledge that, you know, people of color in America do commit a higher percentage of serious crimes. I mean, like murders and stuff, not like when we talk about weed, like, yeah, just as many white people smoke weed as black people and people probably shouldn't be sitting in jail just for smoking weed. Like, I think that that's fine. But that actually does not get you to... Uh, racial equity in the prisons like just taking away the people who are in prison for smoking weed that doesn't solve that problem so then you have to go back and like here's where like the systems quote-unquote come in because then you have to go back and say like well, a lot of these kids didn't have fathers in the home. Why did that happen? Right, a lot of these kids the didn't have as good this. an education. Right. So, but like when you but, press but, people like this on these points, they that's like what they then retreat to oh, is exactly. the systems.
1: And, and, and the systems and how we got here, that is a conversation to have. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Because many of these systems, I would agree, are terrible. Terrible. But a system is not racist if it, was not, if it wasn't installed maliciously or within the intent.
4: Enter critical race theory.
1: Right. <laughs> to the rescue. So, right. The system is racist. Right. And so, yeah. So, in so for his contention to start out there saying, why are police doing it? it just that's made for dumb people. Or maybe that's by design. Maybe he knows that we're gonna look at this and say, Oh, no, no, this is you can just you can take this apart in a second. Maybe he knows. Maybe he knows that he just has to catch a few fish. Doesn't matter if he's found out to be to be a fraud, which he is.
4: Well, I think that it's kinda like what we were saying. Like you say one contention that's obviously to most people false and then you know, some people just buy that premise on the face of it. Like cops just shoot more black people because they're racist and terrible. Right. Like that's premise one. Right. But then if somebody challenges you and says like, well, wait, like that's because people, many of them also black people are calling 911 because like someone's trying to shoot them. And that's how people are getting killed by police is because like other people of color are calling the police for help as, crimes are committed against them because one thing we know is that most crimes are committed intraracially they're like mostly committed like black people are mostly committing crimes against other black uh, people of course, yes. um and so like this is not like racism this is like other black people calling the police mm-hmm. because a crime is being committed against them so you know so now you retreat to that premise you if you say like well no like the police aren't racist they're just showing up when people call them because there's a crime happening okay well then you have to retreat to well but actually there's this racist system that caused this person to be needing to commit this crime and actually blah blah etc so now like now you've roped the person into your other premise so one was like bait Right. right, like some it was an entree. Pe- right. Some people just believed that on its face, even though right. it was dumb. But then, like, if you challenge it, now you're in this whole other conversation where now you're responsible for like redlining ever existing.
1: Okay, so let's finish this out here. Why is it that
3: the black unemployment rate is twice as high as the white unemployment rate? And there's only-
1: that's a good question. Mm-hmm. And there is no doubt that first of all, the education system sucks. The public education system sucks uh, the black unemployment rate was uh, better last year we've snuffed out a large portions of the economy but um, also you've got dense populations living in uh, areas of the country which are um, a lot of them are um, are blighted a lot of them don't invite opportunity right and yeah you've stuck them there in housing etc you've got them on this feeding tube of barely sustainability and we're patting on ourselves in the back for doing it Right. So, and it's in the culture and in our politics, we way too often vilify people who escape that life, Mm -hmm. who, who make something of themselves and do better. Um, it, it, but no, I, it's the perfect, and this is not obviously, like we've said, this is not exclusive to black people, white people as well can get sucked into the system and barely exist. And you incentivize having kids and you incentivize not having a husband.
4: Right. I mean, this is the thing is that black kids that grow up in a two parent home do better in life than white kids that grow up in a single parent home. You know, no doubt there are still things that negatively impact black people in America. I mean, like, I think that that's a fair statement, but 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 But, they are dwarfed. They're dwarfed. Those factors that can be attributed to like racism or whatever, mm-hmm. those factors are absolutely swept away by the things that we know work for everybody regardless of their skin color. Right. The Having two parents in your house, having a stable home environment, having a decent education available to you, I mean, not being afraid that you're going to be shot walking down the street. I mean, like, these are things that we know cause people to... You know, have more opportunities in life. Like we just know that right. this is true, and I don't know why we're like trying to withhold this and, and secret and these, from everybody. Are, and these
1: are the privileges, the two-parent house privilege. Mm-hmm. These are the real privileges that matter. You know, educational privilege. These are things that matter. But you know, unfortunately, there these a lot of these um, a, a lot of these activists and uh, advocates are the. They're the gatekeepers <laughs> right to use the term for uh, for the system that's in place now so while they're telling us while he's telling us that this the community is underserved by its government he is cultivating and uh, promoting that government as well mm-hmm. and the institutions there that have a stranglehold the teachers unions as well I'm sure he's a bigger big teachers union guy.
4: Right. And I mean, I think and I lean more libertarian on issues like this. But like the criminalization of basic things, Mm -hmm. like the Eric Garner, like selling loose cigarettes, you're going to arrest somebody for selling single cigarettes from a pack of cigarettes. I mean, like, that's ridiculous to me. But that's stuff that's driven by Democrat policies. Like, of course, that shouldn't be legal. Of course, somebody shouldn't be arrested for something like that. That's
1: ridiculous, right. right? But but once again, Alice, and it's a great point, a great point, because job wise now you've got small businesses having to compete with the government for jobs because the government's giving you unemployment money and stimmy checks, mm-hmm. etc., which is unsustainable. And in this case, with Eric Garner, you have him competing with the government for cigarette revenue, right? And that can't stand. No, you got to send in the the squad to go bust. Not the squad, but, you know, you got to send in the Stasi to go bust this guy up for daring to sell a cigarette.
4: Right. Because he's avoiding the New York cigarette taxes. Right. Heaven forbid. But that's, you know, it's it's stupid because these issues get tied together. Like that the police killed Eric Garner for uh, selling loose cigarettes at the behest of... Uh, New York politicians, essentially, like, they're the people that set the police on Eric Garner and mm-hmm. other people like him, right? But at the same time, like, so I think most people, black or white, don't like that and think that's unfair. But the minority community at the same time, like, wants active policing in their community oh, yes. because they don't want to get shot and killed, You know, they want the police investigating murders in their neighborhoods. They want to be able to have a small business without it getting robbed or burned down or whatever. Like they want, you know, you can't have a civilization and a society and have people able to succeed in life if there's like rampant crime taking over your whole community. Like that's why you need the police and you need the police doing things that are important and not, uh like arresting people over stupid cigarettes. Like that's not the stuff that counts when it comes to having a society that works, but there is stuff where it does matter where you do actually need the police to step in. And that's like a dichotomy that people don't want to address.
3: Totally. Only two answers. Either there's something wrong with black people. There's something superior about white people or racism. (laughs)
1: I don't agree with any of those two of three answers, as a matter of fact. Um, no, there's other reasons, and we just gave those reasons. But I have, maybe Alice, maybe he is a genius. Maybe he knows that every Muffy Lakewood from uh, Lexington, Massachusetts, was going to take his class, and she's dumb anyway, but way, way up-educated, over-educated, and she's going to hear the simplicity with which he you know, makes his case, And say, wow, that's easy to learn. I must be learning something, and I must be really good. Hey, Dad and Mom, how come more uh, unarmed black people are shot? Way too many. And very few white people who are are armed are shot. And you know why? It can be only two things. Black people are wrong, or the system is wrong, or, or racism. Okay? And Muffy gets to feel smart, and the college gets tuition, and he gets his check. And it's a good grift. Yeah. All right. Here's the follow up to from Anthony Mason to Robin DeAngelo. She is a white woman. Robin, do you believe that that the white folks actually care about ri- racial injustice? It doesn't appear that we do. Uh, if you look at what it takes, doesn't appear that we do. She says. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. You know what? Feel free to speak on everybody's behalf, Robin. <laughs> Robin, as the um, as the elected ambassador for every Caucasian. <laughs> to wake us up uh, when you look at the uh, explosion
2: of umbrage white people take from the simple claim that black lives matter.
1: The explosion of umbrage that white people take from the suggestion that you don't think that a certain demographic of human being matters based on their pigmentation. (laughs) The simple, the explosion of umbrage that people take when they infer that you are a racist and consider a, uh, a you know twelve fifteen percent of the population less than human. It's funny they take umbrage to this. I don't mm-hmm. understand why. I just called you a filthy racist, uh, you know a xenophobe, and you're getting upset about it. I don't understand the umbrage. Huh. I don't get it. From somebody respectfully going down on on their knee, uh, all respectfully going down on their knee. Is mm. that what's happening when the knee is happening? At the one time in the game that's supposed to be about patriotism and celebrating the uh, the soldiers, mm-hmm. is that what's happening? Respectfully, if it was respectfully, it would be at a different time that wasn't allocated towards honoring those who served. Right, if it was respectful. God she is a worthless shill of the
2: outrage about that and then it takes us literally seeing a man being murdered in front of our eyes to wake us up
1: it didn't take me anything to wake <laughs> me quote wake me up. I'm sorry that was that may have woken up muffy Lakewood, but uh, <laughs> I was I've been paying attention
4: but seriously, did anybody watch the george George Floyd thing and go oh my gosh, now I see racism exists. I mean, I feel like a lot of people were like, wow, that guy just killed that guy on camera in front of us. Wow. Like, I mean, that was like my reaction, but I feel like you're either predisposed to already know in your heart that it's racism or not. And like, I don't, I don't know that it changed anybody's mind about racism.
1: No, uh, it allowed people, if an, av- an avenue to take, to show loudly how much they hate the current president or hated right. the president last year. It was year. more,
4: see, we Look, told you there was
1: racism. And the, it's created by that guy in the White House last year. Mm-hmm. You see? Absolutely. And we're going to be performative about it. And he caused this, and he caused the coronavirus, and... And see, now you see why for the last four years, I've been a horrible human being and I've been selfish and self-centered and acting uh, detached from reality and acting like a two-year-old and being petulant constantly. You see, now it's because of this. I told you the whole time, if Trump <laughs> is bad and white people murder everybody. You see, that's why. I, it's not me having a mental breakdown and being a borderline psychotic for the last three years. See,
4: I've been thinking about this today, too, because so uh, Jill Biden was on Vogue Dr. Jill Biden, the first lady for us all was the caption um, on the cover. But I was thinking about this because uh, Melania Trump is the only modern first lady not to have been featured in Vogue uh, on the cover of Vogue. And I was just thinking, like, what is it that I mean, like you can like Trump or not like Trump. That's valid. Like, I have no problem. But. The only one really like what happened under Trump that was so terrible and so different from anything that had happened before. I understand you don't think we can enable Nazis or something, but I mean, really, like what happened under Trump that was so bad, that was so different from every other president?
1: Um, Nothing.
4: Because he had the same kids in cages that Obama had, and now uh, that Biden has, mm-hmm. and I mean, I think he probably, if anything, did fewer. Well, he
1: literally play- praised the Ku Klux Klan Ku Klux Klan in Charlottesville. Uh, he literally praised them. He said they're very fine people. I
4: think he had fewer drone strikes than Obama did, probably killing random
1: people. Uh, he certainly didn't kill any Americans.
4: But I, I just don't. Like you I mean, we were told he had, was going to put gay people in camps. Can and, you like, imagine
1: if Trump had droned to death American citizens overseas? I mean, yeah, I, yeah, we think they're guilty of something. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> the CIA told us. I mean,
4: to be fair, they probably were. Alice, I don't know. I'm not. I don't really judge your Obama neo, that much your, for your the drone strikes. Is showing. But, but I mean, like Obama, you know, the, Obama gets criticism from the left over the drone strike stuff. I don't. And Trump seemed to me to do fewer drone strikes. At least Uh, that uh, I was seeing in the headlines.
1: uh, I I I, I, so during unless you declare war, uh, only and if there's congressional authorization, can the military do them? The CIA can do them really whenever they want.
4: So Obama
1: probably had a more bigger chunk of war happening, but I'm not really sure. But probably yeah.
4: But I mean, like I just don't like what happened that was so bad under Trump because I don't get it
1: nothing happens so bad So what was Trump? so bad
4: that we like <laughs> couldn't couldn't normalize it Melania was, It was
1: around the election up up to the election and it would not only normalize uh, Melania but I mean you have Jill Biden teaching speaking to kids cuz she's a teacher Oh yeah that was the subhead you
4: know? and no she's not quitting her day job
1: Right and and you've <laughs> got can't. and you've got Melania Trump available for photo spreads in magazines and she was a supermodel you would figure right, but no, because they were all mean to the girl. And remember, all the all the good blue check marks who love women so much would throw pictures of her semi nude pictures up there and say, "Yeah, well, look at this, look at this," you know. It's just or saying, they
4: would shame her for like Trump hooking up with somebody, you know, when she was pregnant with Barron or whatever. Right? Like, oh no, well, totally.
1: They oh they got their chance to treat a woman badly and they did. And look at her, harlot, naked. Where's she from anyway? She doesn't have they they're bad they're dark people man they're ugly dark souled people
2: you know that's a really high price to pay uh, for our enlightenment and it's it just you know i wonder what will happen when all the cameras go away and there's another issue in front of us and you know, if we don't put something in place to keep our attention and our focus here i mean the status quo of our society is racism and it's comfortable for white people <laughs>
1: You can just you all imagine? love racism. It feels can, really good to you. Can you imagine this psychotic? This is uh, Robin D'Angelo. This psychotic. That's the status quo. She is a person who is nuts and addicted. And She
4: makes thousands and thousands of dollars for like corporate diversity trainings and DM stuff, Tell people too.
1: about their racism. Yeah. Yes. And so we're
2: not going to get there from a place of white comfort. We're going to have to get mighty uncomfortable and inconvenienced. And it appears to me that in, you know, 20 years of working with white people that if it requires anything of us like discomfort or inconvenience, we don't seem to be particularly no. motivated to do anything.
1: You psycho, can you mm-hmm. imagine Can, can I make imagine- thousands of
4: dollars for doing like uncritical race theory corporate trainings? Like, where I just say, like, no, you're not racist. Just don't be racist. Ooh. Just don't treat people differently if they're black. Right. Now you're done. That's or, right. not being racist. Yeah, wow. don't be an a <laughs> That's all you
1: have. We're done here. There you go. Just just, just sign here so we know you took the class.
4: <laughs> Can I make thousands of dollars for that? Or do I have to make people cry and stuff?
1: Well, you have, they have to make them feel uncomfortable. And if they, uh, if they take umbrage,
4: mm-hmm.
1: umbrage. When you call them racist, you know, then you know that confirms it right there. Mm-hmm. That's the tell right there. Oh, I want to play a little bit of the the lady in the transgender. I'm sorry, the lady in the spa oh, last night. I just want to play this cut that we played it before. I know with the guy with the tr- guy saying, "By the way, do you know that if the person's transgender?" Are you talking about a transgender person? There's no
4: such thing as transgender. He has a d- okay. I love he her. Has a d- he has. Is hanging out Okay, no, I'm not one. Actually, I'm a woman who knows how to stand up and speak up for my right. As a woman, I have a right to feel comfortable without a man exposing himself. no, you go somewhere else. Okay, so that's right. No, he's not a transgender. He has a <laughs>
1: I love her. I want to take whatever class she is teaching. And then at the yeah, end, when he I says. I want
4: her to make thousands of dollars yes, teaching yes, her class yes. on diversity. And at the end,
1: when the, the smart ass beta guy says, I'm sorry I had to see a peenie." The way she finishes him off is perfect.
4: Okay. So, well, yeah, yeah. You're sorry. You should be, sweetie. And you're out of alignment. And this is not right. I can tell you that much. All right. And I know you're out of work. Yeah, it must be hard. It must be hard not being a real man, huh? Try it.
1: Ooh, God, I love her. She is Fantastic. Uh well, the race stuff will finish up here with just a round of now the Democrats have decided that since the polling shows that they are going to be obliterated mm-hmm. uh, in 2022 because of this attack on the police and then really being complicit in the destruction of major cities, uh, the Dems have reversed course and said they never said to, uh, that, that we wanted to fund police. Never, 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 never. So wise uh, internet sleuths have made sure to compile Evidence that indeed they did say that.
0: I do believe that we need
3: to
4: ra- reallocate resources away. So, yes, defund your butts. Not only do we need to disinvest foreign police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department.
3: Yes, I support a radical reimagining.
1: Yes, oh I support the reallocation of resources. Uh, <sighs> so, Alice. Where is, who's your buddy, Gwen Berry, of the, um, who's the jerk in the Olympics? The
4: hammer thrower.
1: The hammer thrower, exactly. Jan Saki was asked about this by Peter Ducey today. Something one of the advisors said this weekend, Cedric Richmond, he said Republicans defunded the police by not supporting the American Rescue Plan. But. I- how is it that that is an argument uh, to be made when the president never mentioned needing money for police to stop a <laughs> is this crime wave when like he was selling the American Rescue Plan? Well, the
4: president did mention that the American oh. Rescue Plan, the state the and local Barry funding, kind. something that was supported by the president,
1: a lot of... Def- oh, this is not. What the hell is this? Oh, here That's we go. That's
4: the defunding the police one from yesterday.
1: Oh, thank you, Alice. Thank you. Here we go. This weekend, Gwen Berry, who hopes mm-hmm. to represent the United States as an Olympian on the hammer throwing uh, events, won a bronze medal at the trials, and then she turned her back on the flag while the anthem played. Does President Biden think that is appropriate behavior for someone who hopes to represent Team USA?
4: Well, uh, Peter, I I haven't spoken to the President specifically about this, uh, but I know he's incredibly proud to be an American uh, and has great respect for the anthem and all that it represents, especially for our men and women serving in uniform all around the world. So far, so good.
1: Wow. Mm -hmm. Really standing up for the military. Wow.
4: He would also say, of course, that part of that pride in our country Means recognizing there are moments where we are, as a country, haven't lived up to our highest ideals, mm-hmm. and it means respecting the right of people granted to them in the Constitution to peacefully. We've protest. really
1: sucked in the past, and so you know when we're with uh, Xi Jinping, whatever his name is, or Putin, the next time he'll be saying there. There are times you've admitted yourself that you haven't lived up to your ideals, and we'll say, "Oh yeah, that's right, because we suck," and you're just stealing copy from our own administration. To talk about it. Yeah, the and press- when you're in
4: the Olympics, you're representing this country. Right. So the idea is you go and you represent this one. Right. So the idea isn't that you just go and you act like you wish you didn't even live here and you lived somewhere else.
1: Right. And that's in my sub stack today, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alice, because this really good Glenberry is simply just a spoiled American brat, like every other spoiled American mm-hmm. brat we have here. Uh, and, um, but thankfully the press did get a chance to ask Biden about Gwen Berry today and the, um, the collapse of the condo in Florida. And they put the questions to him. <laughs> You're not getting in a uh,
0: Rocky road for infrastructure. Well, I- <laughs> okay, in of
1: Rocky road, we're going to get it done. That's right. That was at, of course, an ice cream stand today where mm-hmm. Joe was led by the hand by Elizabeth, Elizabeth, sorry, um, Jill Biden. To uh get some ice cream. He likes to have an ice cream cone and Dr. Jill handles is his body man during these events. She's a hell of a doctor. She's an amazing doctor. She is. She is a good doctor.
4: I have concerns that uh that she's um elder abusing him.
1: Alice. By the way, Whoopi's in trouble today. What was she in trouble for?
4: Uh oh, I forget what she did. What was it? Um it was from something she had said a while ago. Oh, she yelled at like young liberals or something for um it was like some intra-democrat thing
1: she is in trouble for saying something uh she's in trouble what is she in trouble for
4: oh also something happened with her with the flag i thought it was about her um fighting like between democrats i don't know i didn't really pay attention to it because of that
1: uh hold on let me find this people need to need their whoopee
4: they do need to know they need to know what the view is up to I try and avoid the view if I uh, can't figure out, you know what's what the uh, deal is. If I have to do a bunch of digging through a bunch of Democrat okay, what talking if uh, points, Joe I Biden can't.
1: ended apartheid.
4: Oh, she did. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad Joe Biden <laughs> ended apartheid. That's good.
1: Somebody had to. Mm-hmm. My goodness! Somebody had to do it, Alice. I know that you can't, uh, you uh, can't abide by that. The uh,
3: the other part portion is a lot of people don't know how to register. Not everybody in the community, in the Hispanic and the African American community, particularly in uh, uh, rural areas like or are distant and or inner city districts, know how to use. <laughs> know how to get
1: online. Uh, they don't know how to Poor do it. Poor kids <laughs> are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. <laughs> that's just before he ended apartheid, Alice, which really was, I thought, a class move for everybody.
4: Uh, that's good, I guess, for us. Um, thank you so much for listening, everybody. As always, you can find us at burnbarrelpodcast.com or email us burnbarrelpodcast at burnbarrelpodcast.gmail.com. We're also on social media um burn barrel pod on twitter or facebook.com slash burn barrel podcast we're also on gab and parlor at burn barrel podcast on those and on youtube we are tom shottick's burn barrel there leave a comment review the podcast like videos all the things that you like to do online